You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Praise the Lord. Okay, so this Sunday we, we still want to go on. My prayer, you know, I, I'm just realizing how much, how precious the Holy Spirit that we've been given is. I don't know how many of us are realizing that. He's just so wonderful, okay? And, you know, as I was meditating on it, I, I saw something. Oh, I, I thought I wrote it here. Oh, I didn't even, I, di- I didn't bring it out. But, but you see, what, what was ministering to me was that, you know, heaven, when we live here now, okay? When, if Jesus comes, rapture takes place, we go to heaven. Or if for any reason we die before he comes, we go to heaven as believers. The, the Lord was ministering to me that you having the Holy Spirit is almost as much heaven. The only difference between us and the people who are already in glory is to the degree of revelation of the gift of the Holy Spirit we have. Do you understand? If, if Jesus said to the woman out of the way, say, if you knew the gift of God and who it is, who said to you, give me. Do you understand? If we know how precious, listen, the Holy Spirit is so precious that the Father, I want you to picture it. We have the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That the father said to Jesus, until you come back, he's not going. I get it. Jesus said to them, it is expedient for you that I go. If I do not go back, the father is not releasing him. Now the father releases his Holy Spirit to us. So we on earth, we have the Holy Spirit. God has the son and he's waiting until the Holy Spirit brings us back. Praise the Lord. We have the gift of God. We have the precious gift of God. Praise the Lord. We have, that's why the Bible can also tell us that when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we'll build up ourselves in our most holy faith. We begin to come in. You don't even know what you're praying, but somehow the realities of tomorrow are becoming real in your today. You don't know what you're saying. Let me say it another way. You see, we've said here that before you knew yourself, you existed. Okay? So before you know all the problems that you can articulate, all the situations that your mind, your rational mind know, all the whether bad, good things that your mind knows, okay? You can pray about them, Abby. But you're much more than that. There is so much more to you than that. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you connect with who you were before. Are you getting me? You connect with the Alpha. And then you pray with him and pray in him and pray through him concerning the home. That's you thereafter. So you transcend now. You transcend that dollar has increased. Is someone getting what I'm saying? You transcend the immediate scenario that you're currently in. That's, you see, the spirit of God is just such a gift. Praise the Lord. And the Lord will help us to enter fully. Praise the Lord. Just to enter, to enter into the beauty this early morning, you know, when I got up, there was a dream I had and I really didn't understand the dream. But when I was praying about the dream, the way I was praying it is, Lord, please, let me enlarge my house for the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? It had to do with the house. I didn't really get it. But if my body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, from time to time we decorate our house, Abby, and we, you know, do some things. I said, Lord, please, can my dwelling just be better for you. Can I make my life a better, sweeter accommodation for you? So you can have your way. So you can, you know, just do with me. Praise the Lord. Anybody loving the Holy Ghost here? 
Anybody loving the Holy Ghost? Anybody loving the Holy Ghost? Praise Jesus. Okay, so on Sunday we try to look at how he operates or how we can get him to operate. And we looked at the account of the feeding of the uh, multitude. And we saw how those disciples thought there was no solution to the problem. The only thing they thought was send these people away. Because we don't have enough and it was, time was running out. They thought if it was money with 200 denarii of, um, of bread would not feed the people. And the 200 denarii they didn't even have. Okay, if they had 5,000 denarii, there were no bakeries. If they had the bakeries, the town was too far. The problem was beyond solution. Praise the Lord. But Jesus, who knew the power of God, was able to make them wait and see the glory of the Lord in the situation. Help me say to yourself, I will wait, I will trust, and I will see the glory of God in spite of my circumstance. That's the way it works. We trust in him, he will show up. Okay? And we saw how these disciples were compelled to be a part of it. If you read that story, read all the accounts like my brother said, I've studied that story to see whether I can, I can now get how the miracle worked. But the how is never our business. Praise the Lord. The how has never been. All we know is that they took the five loaves. Did what? Looked up to heaven, blessed it, broke it, and they fed a multitude. And like we noted on Sunday, if they didn't tell us there were 12 baskets remaining, we would think that maybe they were psychologically fed. Have you been psychologically fed before? let, Let me help you to understand. You're hungry, and then you just hear particular news. Eh? And you're no longer hungry. Praise the Lord. You know, you're just full. But they didn't want us to, you know, you know, we, the, the, the Bible has enemies that will come and say, well, that maybe Jesus said some things that were excited, they forgot they were hungry. No, they did not forget they were hungry. They ate. That's why they told us 12 baskets of the five loaves and two fish, which means that food physically multiplied, which means a miracle took place, which means miracles will take place because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, he's the same what? Today and he's the same forever. Brethren, brothers and sisters in Christ, in this nation at this time, we must be expectant of miracles. Oh yes, we must be expectant of miracles because our God hasn't changed, okay? So we saw how under pressure on, on the disciples, miracle was created and the people were, you know, fed and there was a solution. But this evening, we want to look at a few accounts and then we'll, we'll pray. Praise the Lord. In, in Matthew 10 that we referred to, Matthew 10 from verse 1 to 8, we see our Lord Jesus uh, commissioning the 12. He says, and when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now the names of the 12 apostles are these. First Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Libius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. He said, These twelve Jesus sent out, commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter the city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lordship of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. 
Finally, what does he say? Freely you have received, freely give. This is where I want to pick from. He said, freely you have received, freely you give. Now, what was the Lord Jesus Christ saying here? He's saying, this ability that you have is free. Praise the Lord. And because it's free, you don't need to reserve it. Okay? Like, like when our sister was reminding us that she prayed for the friend. I said, we are so quick to notice when people are miserly with finances. Or miserly with material resources. But do you know we can also be miserly with spiritual resources? Now, when the Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. The, the, this, the actual translation there says, he that catches a soul is wise. Now, if you see a soul falling into hell and you don't catch the soul. You know, th- these are areas that I'm praying, Lord, help me. Because I don't know, in a, in a bid not to offend I've told you here when I got newly born again, how I used to witness to my friends. I'll say, if you don't repent, you go to hell. What is going on with you? Do you want to go to hell? And you know it didn't work. Then if you try being nice also, they will just, you know, shove you aside. So you really don't know what to do. But you know that they're going to hell. If anybody does not get born again, you know, that's the sad situation. So it's an area God will help us. But we, we can be miserly in also witnessing. Because you can laugh with somebody, you can play with somebody, you can discuss uh, uh, Obama with somebody, discuss uh, what's the, um, Trump with the person. They don't even discuss Biden, he's so inconsequential. Nobody remembers him again. <laughs> you, know, you can discuss all the things you know, with people, and you don't discuss the most important thing that you know, we're being miserly, and freely we have received. Praise the Lord. We have it freely. Somebody shared it with you. Somebody gave you the privilege of hearing the gospel. The Holy Spirit opened your eyes. You're now saved. And then you see unsaved people and your all, you know, uh, uh, packaged and all of that. And you just respect yourself. And they pass by you. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Okay. So, so the Holy Spirit is the gift of God. And if it's the gift of God to me. Is my responsibility to do what? To be a channel. I believe that's what we began to learn on Sunday. That we are to be channels through whom what? The Holy Spirit will flow. The Holy Spirit inside of us is all powerful. But that manifestation can only work when, when we reach out to minister to somebody. How many of us have you know, been in a situation where you were afraid of speaking to someone about his salvation? And then you were now, something happened and you were able to start speaking. And then it was so easy. Can I say a witness? It was so easy. You know what happened? You see, the Holy Spirit did what he does. At the end of the day, he's the one who does the work. Yours is just to open the faucet for him to flow. Open the tap and he'll flow. We said on Sunday that faith works by love. As powerful as faith is, love is the faucet or the tap that opens faith to flow. Now, the compassion and the burden you have for the person is what opens it up. The rest of that conversation, you, you are, you'll be amazed how it goes. So, may the Lord give us more love, more body, more compassion. You know why? The job is his. He said, no man can come to the Father unless what? Or come to the son, unless the father draws him. So every drawing is the father's job. But to open it up is our job. And he's been freely given to us. And, and you know, t- taking it further, 
We all know um, the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22. Okay, I was thinking we'll do that later, but I think the Lord wants us to look at it now. Galatians 5.22 to 23 says, Now, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. 23, gentleness, self-control. And it says, against such there is no law. Now, what is fruit? When you say fruit, the fruit of your labor, isn't it? The fruit of your uh, endeavors. Fruit actually involves more of your impute. Follow me. The fruit of this relationship means their effort, isn't it? Brought this about. The fruit of your labor means your labor what? Brought this about. So the fruit of the Spirit in your life is what? Is what the Holy Spirit and your yieldedness brought out. I'm going somewhere. Now, if the fruit of the Spirit is all that and it involves you, what of the gift of the Spirit? Which one, okay, let me, let me, let me take it this way. Which one is easier to have? The fruit. If you say fruit, let me see your hand. If you say gift, let me see your hand. Okay, so we all say, okay, we are, we are sharp. Let's clap for ourselves. So the gift is easier. Okay? Now, let me show you the gift. 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 1. Okay, it's on the screen. Okay, I can read it from the screen. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. Okay, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a cause, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Okay, there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the... If you have your Bible, you may underline that prophet of all, seven. Okay? It says, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the zening of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Praise the Lord. Now, so, which one in your mind had you thought easier? To be gentle or to be used to heal someone? Gentleness is what? Healing is what? Which one have you used more? Which one have you experienced more? <laughs> I'm going somewhere. Okay. What I'm trying to show to us from scripture, okay? It may not have been our experience, okay? But we follow the word. Is that the gifts should actually be cheaper. And that is why you see a lot of people who operate in the gifts that don't have the fruit. But if you have the fruit then you have no reason. You have no reason not to walk in the gifts. Now, we've said here, the gifts, we are not talking about limelight. Eh? COVID anointing. Touch my shoe. Eh? <laughs> and COVID goes. No, that's not what we're saying. But you carry the gift. Look at that verse 7 I say we should underline. 
It says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one what? For the profit of all. Now, now let, 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 let's do it uh, this way now. Let, let's do it this way also. When you want to bless somebody, when it's, um, okay, Sister Ronke's birthday. Now, Pastor P, what do you want to do if it's a birthday? You want to give her a gift, right? So what do you do? You shop for a gift. Possibly if you know she needs something, then you can get the gift and give her, isn't it? Now, when the Bible says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all, do you know that if you have a sense that I want to bless this sister and you see a need in her, do you know that you can covet that gift and minister to her? It didn't say the manifestation of the Spirit is given for me to be a big man. It's given for the profit. Now, in the same way, if it's a gift, if it's a bottle of perfume and it's a gift, that means I receive it freely. And that means if I'm giving it to you, it should come to you what? Freely as well. Now, what keeps me from giving you a bottle of perfume if I can get it freely? Anybody? What keeps me from giving it to him? If I can just reach my hand now and a bottle of perfume enters my hand and I pass it on to you. If I can do that, why am I not doing it? Where we started on Sunday, compassion and love. The more love and compassion I have for you, the more I'm able to receive what is free and pass it on to you. But if I don't have it, eh, what is free will look like it's difficult. The gifts of the spirit, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, working of miracles. All of them. It says that gifts of the spirit, you don't work for them. He gives you and you pass it on. Now, now this, this is an area now that we, we begin to understand why the body is designed the way it is. This gifts, it says, is given to one for the what? Profit of all. So every, as we gather now, it, it means that my, my brother's need, my brother's circumstance or situation is what? An avenue for me what? To download that gift and do what? Pass it on. So the local church becomes an assembly where we can develop our graces and our workings in those gifts. Now, my personal life is for me to walk with the Holy Spirit and build up the fruit. So I can have the fruit personally, but I can't operate in the gifts unless I connect. Praise the Lord. You see, that statement we read in Matthew 10 cannot be read on its own. It cannot be for you and for you alone. You know why? Freely you have received. If you alone, that's where it will stop. But when it says freely you receive, freely you should what? Give. It means already that there are two persons involved. But the fruit of the spirit is the work of the fruit. When you say fruit, just picture a tree. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit being the source, the sunlight, the water and the nutrients getting in to produce the fruit. So that can happen to you alone. Are you getting in there? But the gifts involves what? My interaction with my world. So the more my world needs the more ideally I should what, draw down on the gifts. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm saying this so that our faith can rise. Because and our faith rising is to desire. Because you know Paul now says, desire earnestly what? The best gift. So we can begin to desire that as long as I'm here, this thing shouldn't happen. Okay? And as you do that, challenge yourself to say, it's not for my profit. 
Because that's where the problem comes. And, and that's where the enemy does a lot of work. As we're going to see in one of the accounts I'm going to show us here. Some of these things we learn may be a bit too deep for us. But I trust the Holy Spirit will just leave it for those who need to understand it. L- let me show you an account. We looked at it when we began our study on the, on the, on the Holy Spirit. Uh, Peter's um, interaction with Simon in Acts chapter 8. Peter's interaction with Simon. Acts chapter 8, let, 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 let's deal with that so we, we clear what goes on there. You see, Peter, Peter, Peter and, um, yeah, Acts 8, P- Peter had come down to uh, Samaria and they began to minister to the uh, converts that, that were there already. Verse 14 says, now when the apostles who were there heard that Samaria had received the word of the Lord, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Verse 18 says, when Simon, Simon is the sorcerer who had also become born again, who had given his life to Christ in response to the uh, uh, revival that was going on there. The Bible says, when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles and the Holy Spirit was given, what happened? Verse 18 says, he did what? He offered them money, saying, give me this power also that what? Anyone on whom I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. 20, Peter said to him, your money perish with you. Why? He said, because you thought that the gift of God what, could be purchased with money. Peter knew that the gift he had was what? Freely given. And this gift was what? To be freely what? Transmitted. Now, when Simon, who had his issues, which we may be able to deal with this evening, came, he saw this and said, what must I do? I need to earn this gift. Can you give us a message, please? Message of this particular verse. Give us 19. Maybe 18 and 19 of message. Okay. 18 says, when Simon saw the apostles by merely laying on hands confer the spirit, he pulled out his money, excited. Look at 19. Let's read 19 together. And he said to them, sell me what? Your secret. Show me how you did that. How much do you want? Name your price. But you see, let's not laugh too much at Simon. This is what many of us think concerning the work operating in the gifts of God. When people operate in the gifts of God, we revere them. Isn't it? We look at them with, you know, some, some awe. And then, why? because we, we begin to imagine that there's something extra special about them. And then, what happens there is this. Anytime a gift is given, and is the genuine gift, follow me now. This will help for those of us who want to discern. Anytime the genuine flow of the Holy Spirit operates, do you know one thing you'll see? There will be no placement of money or demand on it. Do you see that everywhere now? It's because the source is wrong. Anybody who has the genuine gift will be irritated by any attempt to place a value on it. Because it has been what? The only thing that motivates it is love and compassion and causes it to flow. It's not you bless me. You give me one million, then I lay one million anointing on you. When you see that is Simon's uh, group that they are com- coming from. Come and put the money on the altar, then they pray for you specially. It's Simon. 
Every operation of this gift is based on what the Holy Ghost is doing in his church. And the Holy Spirit is the gift of God. And the manifestation of the Spirit is given to us for the profit of how many? All and is free. In fact, if they tell you fast, the way you get it is fast for 14 days. Eat uh, coconut, eat uh, banana. They are showing you the secret. Whereas there is no secret. Jesus called the 12 and gave them authority and power. Say, go, preach. The only thing you need to do is preach the kingdom. And as you preach the kingdom, let this follow you to confirm. But once they start going into dimensions and, you know, telling you that before I came here, I climbed Katampe Mountain and I came down on so-so place. Now, let seven people come out here and so-so and so will happen. They place the price. Freely, freely, the genuine anointing will follow with it. Testimony that it is nothing. It's nothing on me. In fact, when Peter, uh, Peter and John raised the lame man at the gate, and people ran and were looking at them, he said, why do you people so look at us as though by our own power and godliness we made this man walk? They immediately said it's not also. They didn't say there was no power involved. They didn't say there was no godliness. They said, but it's not our own. You know why? Everything we do as a church, as people of God, is based on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has done the work. Everything I'm doing is being a channel. The same way only Jesus knew what happened to those five loaves and two fish. But the disciples were the channels. Praise the Lord, somebody. Now, I'm saying all of that, that's why I say there are levels. So those who know what I'm talking about will begin to descend. But I'm saying all of that to say that for you to be a part of a miracle, you don't need to know more. You just want to be a channel. Being a channel is not difficult. Give, pass up. Did you make water? Did you create the bottle? You just pass it on. Simple. Somebody saw a walk in gifts. <laughs> I'll be a channel. That's it, that's it, that's it. You can teach, like I mentioned on Sunday, you can teach some, you just want somebody to know something. Revelation will come. You want to bless somebody, revelation will come. Praise the Lord. You want to help, grace will come. God wants to do his work. Hallelujah. Yes, he wants to bless. He wants to deliver. He's just looking for men and women who will say, I feel what you feel. And then he'll give the power. Praise the Lord. Let's look at a few scriptures. And then I hope we'll come back so that we can pray that this gives. We'll just operate in the house. In the name of Jesus. We'll we'll follow you. Word of wisdom. You speak and then they say, "Ah, how did you know that? And you don't even know what you said. Discernment of spirits. Now, now, now. That one, I even know how that one operates. You see, if you love truth, you will walk in discernment of spirits. If someone stands before you and he's saying everything, 100%, if 0.01 goes off, that's where the Holy Spirit will put your eye on. But if you don't love truth, if you follow more of excitement, you can't get it. If, you're, if, you're just, if you just want to be excited, you can't get it. Praise the Lord. The Bible has some very interesting accounts which we are going to look at. The first one will take you from, from uh, the Old Testament. We'll take it from Daniel. Daniel chapter 2. 
you know, we, we read the Bible and there are some things there that are very interesting. Daniel chapter 2, please. The king had a dream. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And he requested from the, his wise men to give him the interpretation. And he didn't just request the interpretation. You know the story now. He requested that they tell him the dream as well. So a conversation went on between him and his uh, magicians. Okay? Verse 10 says, Daniel 2.10. They said to him, there is not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter. Therefore, no king, lord, or ruler has ever asked such a thing, such things of any magician, astrologer, or chaldean. It's a difficult thing that the king requests, that there is no other who can tell it to the king what? Except the gods, whose dwelling is not with flesh. When they say this, verse 12 says, For this reason the king was angry and very furious, and gave the command to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. 13 says, So the decree went out, and they began killing the wise men, and they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. Let me stop here. What happened here was that, I mean, we know the story, the king had had the dream, they couldn't bring interpretation. So the king gave the command, go and kill everybody. From verse 13, you know what you find out there? That Daniel and his companions were not even aware of what was going on. It was at the time of killing that they found them. Look at 14, read 14 for us. Sorry, put 14 on the screen. 14 says, then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men. He answered and said, why is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Ariok made the decision known to Daniel. Daniel didn't know what was going on. Can you give us uh, the message translation, please, of that uh, 15? Message. Quietly asked, what was going on? What was going on? They didn't know. They didn't know what was going on. So it was then that they told them, this is what happened. So 16, Daniel went in and said to the king, is that, what, is that the problem? He said, okay, give us a little time. Daniel was not in the group that answered the king. He wasn't there. His friends weren't there. But you see, he was amongst the wise men. So when they gave the decree, it affected him. But when he got to know, he said, hold on. Okay. And he said to the king, give us time. And when he left the king's place, verse 17 says, then Daniel went to his house and made the decision. His friends didn't also know. Made the decision known to Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, his companion, that they might read 18, let's read 18 together, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret so that Daniel and his companions would not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. 19. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Let's stop there. Brethren, what I want to show us here is this to operate in this gift is desire. And demand. Nothing told Daniel you had the solution. Daniel had never interpreted dream. Not to talk of know the dream. But you see. Because he had the Holy Spirit. He was a child of God. They said kill all these people. All of them. Daniel said why should I perish. With the magicians. We are not on the same level. Praise the Lord. This is one classical place where you can say, my case must be what? Uh-huh. <laughs> my case must be different. Let me show you why, why he was right. Verse 11, please. Verse 11, message translation. Uh, after message, we can look at any other one. Message translation. It says, what you're asking is what? This is what the magicians were answering the king. He said, unless some god or goddess should reveal it. He says, and those god or goddess, they don't what? They don't hang around with people like them. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. But somebody beats your church. Just beat your church. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in you. He's not hanging around you. He's dwelling inside of you. I get you what I'm talking about here. You see, these people excluded themselves. They said to the king, what you're asking is only God that can answer it. And he doesn't live here. Put a, give us an, any other translation, please. Uh-huh. He said the king is asking something that is too hard to do. Only the gods could what? Tell the king his dream and what it means. But the gods don't what? But we have Emmanuel. We have Emmanuel. God what? Our case must be different. Our case must. These people, they said no way. So when Daniel heard it, you know what? Daniel with God with him could have also died with them. So when Daniel heard it and said, what is the problem? They told him this is the problem. The king is very angry. If you go and read that whole thing in message, it was very, I mean, it's just so, 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 so interesting and funny. King is very angry. And he has said, destroy everybody. Because they were telling him what he was asking was impossible. Daniel didn't say, of course it's impossible. What did he say? He said, let me place a demand on my God. That's what we're learning. Is somebody hearing me? That is what we are learning. When you go back to your office, when you go home, a situation, all right, tell them, give me, this is where we fast. This is where we pray all night. This is where we pray nonstop. We, this thing must have a solution. My God, answer me. That they will know. Let, let, let me show you, and, and we'll leave that one. We'll look at another one before we, we pray. Let me show you. Come to verse 46. Verse 46 the Bible says, then, after Daniel had given him all of that, he said, then, Dan, then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, prostrate before Daniel, and commanded that they should present an offering and incense to him. The king answered Daniel and said, truly, your God is the God of gods, the Lord of lords, and the revealer of secrets. Let's see that in message as well, please. 47. He says, he said to Daniel, your God is beyond what? Question the God of all gods. The master of all kings. And he solves all mysteries. I know because what? You have solved this. This is motivation to operate in the gifts. To distinguish you amongst the hidden. Let them confess. Truly, your God is what? The God of gods. Amen, somebody. Amen. So the lesson there is this. Daniel had never interpreted a dream. He placed a demand. He said, Lord, Nebuchadnezzar needs this. Pass it through me. And the Lord answered him. May the Lord answer you in Jesus' name. The second one I want, to, I want us to look at is on, you know, a bit on the other side. It's Acts 16. Come with me to Acts 16. I just want us to see the way, you know, this thing operates. The way it functions. In Acts 16, there's another interesting story. That so many things can be gotten out of it. He said, now it happened as we went to prayer. Acts 16 verse 16. As we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us. Who brought her master as much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God. Who proclaim to us the word of salvation. These men are the servants of the most high God. Who proclaim to us the word of salvation. These men are the servants. The, he, the Bible says... Verse 18, he said, this she did for what? Many days and continued doing. But Paul 
greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her that very hour. Praise the Lord. Now, this is interesting. Let's look at 16 and 18 to 18 in, in, in message translation. Or, or we can just do 17 and 18. 17. It says, she started following Paul around, calling everyone's attention to us by yelling out, these men are working for the Most High God. They are laying out the road of salvation for you. And you know, everything she was saying was true. So another level of discernment is not that what the person is saying is true or not. Is, is who is it coming from? You know why? If you take only what the person is saying, when the person says other things that are not true and you have validated the person because of the one they said about it, that's why I have to be careful with flattery. Because the person is saying something nice about you, you say, yes, yeah, man, she's talking true. Then if she goes and now tells falsehood, you have validated, you have validated her ministry. So people say, ah, but the person calls Jesus, the person does this. It doesn't mean. There are deeper things, Okay. He said, but this, this, she did this for a number of days until Paul, what? Finally, what? Fed up with her. That's where I'm going. You see, there are some things that you can't address as long as you're entertaining it. From the moment she started, Paul didn't like it. Eh? These men are the servants of the Most High God. They proclaimed to us the word of salvation. The first day when Paul just lay down and said, this girl is disturbing her. The next day, this girl, these people, she continued until Paul fed up. All the while, Paul had the spirit of God. That was the spirit of divination. As long as Paul didn't tell it, get out. It, it was Paul's companion. Child of God, there are some things you must have holy anger against. Is someone listening to me? There are some things like the Americans, you need to open the door eh? and just stand. When Americans open the door like that for you and stand, if you don't go, next thing is police. You get what I'm saying? There are some things that you are allowing in your life, in your marriage, in somewhere that you've been allowing for a time and it irritates you, but you're not fed up. And the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He says, then Paul... Fed up with that, turned and commanded the spirit that possessed out in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, and it was gone. Just like, and you begin to wonder, why did he wait for so many days? We're wondering, Abby. Help me ask your neighbor, sister, why are you waiting for so many days? Why are you waiting to deal with that matter? Why are you waiting to allow the Holy Spirit to flow in that situation and stop it immediately? Why are you waiting? Eh? Let's not be like Pharaoh that they ask, when do you want the frogs to go? He said, um, tomorrow. <laughs> Let me have one more night. Yeah, one more frog night. Eh? Sir, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? Why are you tolerating some things that the anointing can handle? I, I, you see, I just want us to see the value, the power of the anointing we carry. In Daniel's case, they could have died with the rest of the magicians. But he placed a demand. He drew on it and the Holy Ghost manifested power. The same thing with Paul here. He had the Holy Spirit. For many days, the thing was accompanying them. But the moment he said enough, the Holy Spirit said to the devil, you see, Paul has said he should go. And the devil had to go out of the girl. That was the end of it. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise Jesus. 
So, so, so we see as children of God from where we began to look at it on Sunday. This thing functions like adrenaline. Now, we, we talked about adrenaline. I'm surprised nobody mentioned adrenaline on Sunday. And what, what kicks adrenaline in your normal body? Fear. It's fear now. Okay. What is the opposite of fear? Faith. What kicks the Holy Spirit in your spiritual body? Faith. More faith, more oppression. How do I get more faith? More love. More compassion. More desire to see his kingdom come. More desire to see that his name. Daniel said, no, no, no. I didn't eat with the magicians. I'm not on their level. We will not die with them. And something that had never happened, happened. Praise the Lord. Okay, one more story and then we'll round up. Second Kings 4. This is a place we, we look at very often here. We've looked at it. Second Kings 4, the widow. Second Kings 4 from verse 1. Thank you. He said, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Okay. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured it out. Verse 6. says, Now it came to pass when the vessels were what? That she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. What happened? I want you to see the connection there quickly. Once the vessels were full, the oil ceased. The oil speaks of the anointing. The vessel speaks of the opportunity of ministry. Once the vessels were no longer available to be filled, the Holy Spirit sends, is, you know, the automatic pumps. Pastor Lord, right? That sends, even uh, 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 Joshua is just the water treatment system. The automatic pumps. Once they sense that the container is full, it shuts out. The Holy Spirit. Once they say, what, 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 what do you need me to manifest for? Nothing. Then he will cease. But once there is room, what will happen? He will flow. So what's the capacity of the oil? Directly proportional to the capacity of the vessel you provide. You can flow ceaselessly if you provide ceaseless opportunity. That explains the ministry of people like Rehan Bonke. And that's a man that is genuinely worked in the operations of the spirit. When you hear him, you hear humility. You don't hear those boastings of those uh, camera magicians. You listen to him. <laughs> you just see the spirit of Christ. When the vessels were no longer available, the oil ceased. 
the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the profit of all. The more, you see, for, for those of us, I don't know, however it is you live, you move, what you're learning, you might be the one that will spark up the revival that will turn Christianity in Nigeria. You get down from the Kekena Pep, and they say this person has just died. You remember what you're learning now. You lay hands on that person and say, come on, get up in the name of Jesus. It's not reserved for those wearing suits and with cameras. It is opportunity. Let's rise on our feet. When the vessels were full, the oil ceased. When the vessels were full, the oil ceased. As long as there are vessels, the anointing will never cease to flow. I want us to go to the Lord in prayer. First of all, we want to thank him for his Holy Spirit. That's where we began from. He's a treasure, indescribable, immeasurable, uncontainable. And he's been given to you. The Lord will not give you. He has poured out his spirit. The moment you go born again, you have him. And as you desire, there is more of you. And I believe as a church, there is a fresh flow of his spirit in us. So, Lord, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. Lord, we want to say thank you. Lord, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. Precious Holy Spirit, we want to appreciate you as an assembly. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. Thank you. That the magicians and the astrologers in, in Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom said you don't dwell with men. But you dwell inside of us. You dwell inside of us. We're a different species. We are privileged. We are children of the Most High God. The Bible says we're able to cry out, Abba, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to thank the Lord that you and I are not ordinary. Every born again spirit child of God is not common. We are not common. We are not common. We are not common. We are not common. No, we are not common. You are not. Daniel showed that to us. We are not on the same level. Not with the ordinary ones. With their sorcerers and their astrologers. And their magicians. We are not on the same level. Just like Simon the sorcerer testified. This your gift is superior to what I have. Let me pay you money. What is your secret? But we already have him. I want us to thank the Lord. I want us to thank the Lord. For this gift. For the gift of his spirit. And we receive him freely. Given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the will of the Father. Lord we say thank you. We say thank you. In the name of Jesus. Now in the second part of this prayer. You're going to pray. Lord please. I want to make use of you. I want to make use of you. I don't know if you took note of what happened in the case of Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar fell down and said, the God of Daniel is the God of gods. Lord, by me, let men testify. By, because of you, let them witness that I carry you. Let them say, ah, this sister carries the Holy Ghost. This brother has the Holy Ghost. 
if not, they will not be able to live the life or do the things. Lord, make me a witness unto you. This is what our Lord Jesus Christ says. He says, tarry until you are enduring power and then you shall be witnesses. It means, Lord, by reason of what you do. And he said to us, this is what it is. We are going to speak with words of wisdom, words of knowledge. We will discern spirits. We will cast out devils. We will heal the sick. We will walk in miracles. There will be gift of faith. In a situation, you declare it will not happen. Or this will happen. And people will say that is impossible. They will be laughing at you. Only to come around and see that your word did not fall to the ground. Child of God, let the power of the Holy Ghost cause that to be your experience. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro upon the whole earth and is searching for men and women whose hearts are loyal that he might show himself strong on their behalf. I'm presenting my life. Tell the Lord, this is me, I'm a student. This is me, I'm a businessman. Listen, people of God, in the Old Testament, wherever they talked about rich men in a place, they was commensurate with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Job was the greatest. As a businessman, as an entrepreneur, the Lord has the anointing to lift you beyond every sphere of comparison. He can use you to be a testimony. He can use you in that office, in that conglomerate, in that MDA. He can use you. Lord, anoint me. Kato salata. Ye kapola gadabo sheka la gadabo. E kalapo salagerebo seta la gadabo sanda. E sata la gadabo sheka ndaganda. You can bring it into your family. Lord, I'll be light in this family. I'll be light in this home. In this extended family. In this environment. In this neighborhood. Let your anointing flow through me. Let it not cease. 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 Give me compassion. Necessary for the anointing. Take that prayer now. Give me love. Necessary. Yes, Lord. Give me a willing heart. Let the situation and the conditions that I see around me, let me be moved by them. The disciples said to, the, to Jesus, our Lord Jesus, when the Seraphonician woman was begging for her child, send her away. Lord, deliver me from such an attitude. We will not send anybody away. The anointing will heal. The anointing will deliver. The anointing will answer. They said to Jesus, send her away. This woman is troubling us. Lord, help me. Let the burdens that you bring to me, let me not call it trouble. Increase my bowel of mercy. Increase my bowel of compassion. Increase my sensitivity that you may flow through me. Hey, Satalagadabo, Shekatalagadabo, Zenda. 
Matole gere bojo gola gara baba baba santa legere bosata eh kaposha kada Lord I want to get big on the inside Whereas others want to get big on the outside Lord make me big on the inside Let me enlarge my heart for your dwelling Eh kosha lagara bo katala gara bo Let me enlarge my heart for you O Lord Help me. Let me see with your eyes. Let me hear with your ears. Maso lagadabo, sheta lagadabo, santa lagadabo. The Lord is answering you. The Lord is answering us. I want us to be expectant. The Lord is going to walk things. He's going to feed the multitude. He's going to touch. He's going to deliver. He's going to answer. Eze more love lord more love more love more selflessness help me lord Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Masola garabo. Sela talokate la garabo. Shenda la garabo. Masola garabo. Let me speak. Let me operate in the word of wisdom, in the word of knowledge. Let me operate, O oh Lord, in the spirit of faith. Let me operate in the gifts of healings, O oh Lord. Let me operate in the working of miracles, O Lord. Let words of prophecy, discernment of spirit, different kind of tongues, interpretation of tongues. Make me an answer to my word. 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 Lord, make me an answer to my word. Let the weary soul find refreshing from me. Said out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The Bible continues to say in Romans 12, it says, verse 3, it says, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. He said, for us, we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we be many are one body in Christ, individually members of one another. He says then, having then gifts, differing according to the grace that is given to us, he said, let us use them. I want you to pray, Lord, I want to use my gifts. If prophecy say, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. If it is ministry, let us use it in our ministry. If it is teaching, let me teach, O Lord. If it's exhortation, let me exhort. If it's giving, let me give with liberality. 
Lord, let there be abundance and let me give it with joy. He who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let my love be without hypocrisy. Let it be backed by action. Ah. You can use anything, love. You can use me. I want us to take that song as a prayer. Because the Lord will use you. Our brother started by reminding us he was a little boy with a little lunch. But he fed a multitude. You don't have to wait for the choir. You don't have to wait for the choir. Make that cry to the Lord. Somebody came to church today and by all intents you are little. You are little in the clan, you are little in the church, you are little in the house, you are little in finances, you are little in age. But God will hear you and answer you. God uses everything. He can use everything. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.